Hey, everybody. Welcome into the fellowship. I am your co-host, Evangelist Andy. I'm super excited to be here with y'all today because today is the State of the Fellowship Address. Now, listen, every year we receive a word that is powerful and encouraging and can at any point in the year set you right. Okay, so I suggest that you like Share this with somebody, add it to your favorites. And if you're watching on Spotify, thank you for checking out the video of this episode. Now, listen, (laughs) I wrote a whole program and script of how I wanted uh, things to go for the State of the Fellowship Address. And Holy Spirit was like, nah, we ain't doing none of that. We just going to get to this word. (laughs) So, (laughs) listen. So I'm going to do what he said, and we're going to get to this word. Now, the inspiration scripture for the fellowship this year comes from 2 Timothy, first chapter and the seventh verse, and it reads as follows. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Listen, if that don't make you excited or feel some kind of way, let me help you, okay? <laughs> Holy Spirit done said, this year, we going to focus and we going to fight. We're not going to do the things that we have done year after year after year. We're going to do something new. And God going to show us something new. But we got to focus and we got to fight. Now, the scripture starts off by telling us what God ain't gave us. Because most people walk around talking about and thinking about all the things that God ain't gave them. But do we really want God to run a playback and tell us all the things that we ain't gave him? We have to stop focusing on the wrong things. Like some people would focus on the fear. Uh, We amplify and magnify our fear so much that it cripples us. And it's worse than being a lukewarm Christian (laughs) because you make no move. Uh, You're too scared to move. What you scared for when this, what you prayed for, what you scared for when this, what you fasted for. There's no time to be scared because we are more than conquerors. Now, listen, focusing on fear. is a mind game meant to psych you out. The scripture says God has not given us the spirit of fear. And the fear that he's talking about in the scripture is not a phobia, but it's dilea, which means cowardice. And cowardice means a lack of bravery. So what the scripture actually says is God has not given us the spirit of a coward. So since there's no fear, then there's no excuses. There's no excuse why we can't be who God made us to be. There's no excuse why you can't start that business, why you can't have that marriage, why you can't have those kids. There's no fear. So there's no excuses. We are being held accountable because God knows what he made us for. He made us on purpose with a purpose. So since we know that he ain't gave us the spirit of a coward, the text later tells us what God has given us. 
What we're going to do this year, instead of focusing on the wrong things, what God hasn't given us, being too scared, we're going to focus on what God has given us. And we're going to fight for what God has promised us. The first thing God gave us was power. Now, when Jesus gave his disciple power, he gave three different sets of disciples, three increases of power. The 12 got dunamis, the 70 got dunamis and exosia, which is power in authority. And the third sect, which is you and I, <laughs> we have received dunamis, exosia and pneuma. The, the power that is being talked about in this scripture is the power of dunamis. Dunamis is the power of creation. It is let there be and there was. To the Christian scientists in the fellowship, dunamis is the big bang. It's the power that set it all off. And God has given that to us. We have the ability to create. We can speak things as though they were. Listen, not only do we have power, but our power sections off in different branches. We have the power of faith. You don't have to be scared to do anything or walk into new territories because your faith has the power to move mountains. I don't got to run. I'll just move the mountain. Listen, <laughs> if your mountain is you, Move the mountain, move out of your own way, because what we not going to do is self-sabotage. That's old. OK, let's do something new. Let's try trusting. Let's try forgiving. Let's try loving. We have the power for things to be that never were. You have the power to break generational curses. Just because your daddy was like, or your mama was like, doesn't mean that you have to be like, or your children. You have the power to break and unleash generational wealth just by trusting God and opening the business and taking the leap. Try something new and leap with the Lord. Trust him. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding in all thy ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Now, listen, the power that we have is very great. And with great power comes great responsibility. And that's when I looked at the text and I saw that the next thing he gave us was love. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about y'all. Like I ask questions to the text when I read my Bible. So when I saw love, I was like, what's love got to do with it? <laughs> and you know, Holy Ghost had to check me. And I realized that love is everything because God is love. And love is more than what love says, but love is what love does because God so loved the world that he gave 
his only begotten son. And Jesus loved us because he told us and showed us no greater love than this, than a man laid down his life for his friends. And Holy Spirit shows love because one of the produce of the fruit of the spirit is love. Now, if love is what love does, Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians what love ain't. <laughs> he tells us what love is and what it ain't. He like, uh, love is patient. But in King James, it say love is long suffering. And then it say love is kind. Listen, this love, we're going to have to fight for it. We're going to have to fight for the people we love. We're going to have to fight for uh the places we love. We're going to have to fight for the celebrities that we love because everyone is under attack. We're going to have to focus and we're going to have to fight. We're going to have to get the spirit of the five heartbeats every night. I got to fight to prove my love. And you know what? Jesus proved his love. And so every day and night, I'll fight and prove my love. Now, listen, this love, it, it's complicated. It's complex, but it's also very manageable because the love that's being described in this is agape, unconditional. Uh, love is what love does. What love does, instead of giving judgment, love gives grace and mercy. What love does is Put no other God before him. Love covers a multitude of faults. And because we are loving and we show love to other people, we are capable of giving not only filial, brotherly love, Christian love, um, we're able to give godly love, agape love. He gave it to us. And God gave us love to give to one another. We have to start loving each other again, caring about each other again. If somebody is down and out, we have to care. Um, listen, this generation of somebody getting beat up, and you whip out your phone and nobody helps. Nobody calls 911. I'm not necessarily saying jump in, but call somebody. Call for help. I mean, but you would rather get the likes than get the love. You know what happened to love? Love is everything. And we must get back to our first love. Jesus is our first love. Okay? And... And we must love how he loves us. He even tells, listen, bring Jesus into your marriage. He tells husbands to love your wives as Christ loved the church. And Jesus sacrificed for the church now. <laughs> listen, it's a wife who looking, look, baby. He said, she said, you got, you, you got sacrificed for me. <laughs> he like, yeah, we sacrificed tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to watch the game today <laughs> listen i love y'all and and love is what love does i tell you all all the time reach out to me i i've been praying for the street disciples in the fellowship that we have lost and that are grieving uh, because one of our oldest 
uh, disciples. She was 90. And last year she passed away and I, oh my goodness. The moment, the first time that she heard me preach, she was like, you is my preacher. Anything that I'm in charge of with the church, I'm going to put you on it. I don't care if you own program or not. If you come to it, I'm going to put you on it. And let me tell you, she did. <laughs> that woman loved me and I love you all in the fellowship and I show up for y'all. And I come as a representative of, of God because Jesus shows up for us and we have to acknowledge the love that he has for us. When the world don't love us, you got to know your Lord love you. Okay. And we are capable not only of receiving agape, but giving agape, have some grace and mercy on somebody. Uh, because the Bible says if we don't forgive others, then he won't forgive us. And I need forgiveness from things I know I did and things that I don't know that I did that was wrong, okay? Seen, known, and unknown. Danger seen and unseen. Come on here. Love is what love does. We have to love people in spite of people, even when it's hard to love people. Sometimes you got to love them from a distance and just cover them in prayer. Keep loving on them. And when the season and the time comes, God will bring it back together. We're going to love in the fellowship. Now the, now, the most important thing is the last thing, which is a sound mind. How long I've been saying, get your mind right. We have to know exactly what's going on. We have to, in some situations, take the emotion out of it and look at the strategy of the enemy. Some things happen in your life as a distraction and a smokescreen to get your focus off of what God has told you to do. I was talking to a disciple and, you know, helping her through some warfare. And she was giving me some of her revelations. And, you know, I stepped back and I was like, have you looked at what's going on in your life? And she was like, yeah, everything is just so crazy. I was like, have you thought to connect the dots that this isn't several separate things, but actually a strategy to get you to not walk in your purpose? And she sat back and she looked at it and I revealed the strategy that I saw. And then I revealed the strategy that she needed to counterplay. And she was like, I never even thought that it was a strategy. You have to see things for what it really is. Your mind is one of the most fought over territory. There's a battle for your mind because your mind has the capability of instantaneous creation that's what a thought is instantaneous creation you can think a thing and and ponder on it so long that you'll believe a thing and you'll believe it so much that you will do whatever it takes to bring it into fruition that's why the enemy tries to knock you off your square so that you won't walk in your purpose and create what God has assigned you to create. Listen, you got to get your mind right. 
you have to know it's okay if you having mental issues okay let's talk for real and you're feeling overwhelmed you need to speak up and you need to get help there is nothing wrong with seeking a spiritual advisor as well as a medical professional because there are people who are psychiatrists who believe in God, who believe in Jesus. All you have to do is ask Holy Spirit to lead you to your tribe, to the other believers, and you can have a connection with them. Listen, there are new connections that are coming to you that might come in a package that don't particularly look, well, it looks suspect. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, yeah, okay. But if you pray to God when this opportunity comes and ask him to discern it for you, he'll let you know that that is the one. Everybody got to start at some point, including you and them. And when you come together, both of you will bring out the best of each other and, and become legit, okay? Um, <laughs> it reminds me of uh, that Ice Cube uh, movie, the janky promoter, club promoters or something. <laughs> but in the end, they became legit and they weren't stealing people money. They actually delivered on the promises <laughs> that they had. Listen, God is going to fulfill the promises that he has given us. All right, get your mind right on that. If he promised it to you, it's coming to you, okay? Now we must have, we must and have to fulfill the promises that we have given him. We promise to believe. So we have to trust him. Trust the process that God has for you. Listen, it don't make sense in the moment. I'm a witness. Sometimes I'll be like, ah, you want me to what? Let me tell you, one time God told me that I was going to preach on a Sunday. It was Monday and Holy Spirit told me that I was going to preach on a Sunday. And I'm like, okay, so I guess I should study. Wednesday came, I went to Bible class. Back then we called it truth night. Um, now it's word on the go. And, um, I was waiting for my pastor to tell me, all right, Sunday, you going to preach or something. He ain't saying nothing. So I'm like, you sure I'm going to preach on the Sunday? So I reached in my pocket and I found this uh, roller skating party ticket. And I was like, hey, I seen some people at Bible study like, y'all want to meet me at this uh, skate party? I pay. It's all good. Just here's the ticket in advance. And they're like, yeah, we gonna go. So I go there and it was on uh, Friday. And right as it was about to close, the pastor of that church came up to me and was like, what you doing Sunday? I'm like, praising the Lord, what you doing? <laughs> he like, Andy, I know you pray. Girl, is you preaching somewhere? I'm like, no, but, you know, I'm going to my church, so I would have to ask pastor if, you know, protocol. <laughs> and he was like, listen, I need you to preach. 
And I hit that man on the arm. I'm like, dude, are you serious? I was like, Holy Spirit told me I was going to preach on Sunday. <laughs> I was thinking I was going to preach at my church, but he was talking about your church. And so it didn't make sense to me, but I was still following the process. I still studied and I showed enough preach that thing. So, <laughs> so we are able to not only to prosper, but listen. Let me put it this way. Let me go in my book so I could tell y'all. Okay. This is day seven of the journal. <laughs> and the scripture for that says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope. And the future. That's Jeremiah 29 and 11. Now listen. Get your mind right. God has a plan for you. He made you on purpose. With a purpose. He doesn't want to harm you. He wants to give you hope. That means increase your faith. And give you a future. It's not over for you. Get your mind right. Shake off last year. Shake off last week. Let's look at today. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. This is the day that you receive your assignment. The day you receive your mission. That you going to focus and you going to fight. You going to fight for everybody that you love. You going to fight for your future. Not only your future, but the future generations that are to come in your bloodline and your community. Listen, you have the power. People done spoke things over your life. And some of them had ulterior motives. But when God spoke over your life, his motive was love. He saw the world was missing something and he created you and he birthed you into this world. And he did not bring you here to leave you here. And he is here to lead you every step of the way. All you got to do is trust him. All right. Listen, <laughs> we going to focus and we going to fight. So I, I love y'all so much. I hope you were encouraged. I hope that you continue to stick with me and be encouraged because we are going to uh, shine up this armor and we're going to open up our arsenal and we're going to fight. We're going to do some kingdom business. We're going to, listen, it's Dub City all day. <laughs> Only L we got is the Lord. Do you hear me? I love y'all so much. Reach out to me. Uh, stick around uh, for part two uh, where I talk about the old business and the new up and coming business of the fellowship where we're doing interactive things. There'll be boot camps, virtual events, in-person events. I'm speaking, preaching, officiating weddings, blessing houses. <laughs> you want to advertise, be a guest? Come on, reach out to me. You got a prayer request or a praise report? Reach out to me. You want to Join the private group on Facebook. Reach out to me. EvangelistAndy at gmail.com or whatever platform that you're listening on. I thank you all for sticking it out with me all these years. And this is only the beginning. 
There is more to come. We are doing big things in the kingdom. It's not about one. It's about all of us. So if you got a business in the kingdom, you better check out part two. And if that's something that interests you, reach out to me. Seriously. Because I do a lot of things with people in the fellowship. In April, I'm doing a kingdom women takeover service with the For Real Church and Reverend Rodney White, and he is in the private group Street Disciples. Y'all need to get in there. Come to Thirsty Thursdays because we read the book of Revelation and got revelations. Did you know? Listen, I just want to know right quick. Did you know that there's more than one beast and you need to know which beast has the mark of the beast? And did you know that there's more than one resurrection? And did you know? Although it's YOLO, you might die twice. (laughs) And depending on which resurrection you wake up in, you'll know before the judgment if you're going to die twice. Listen, y'all better join the private group on Facebook, Street Disciples. Apply, answer all the questions. We just had a meet and greet in there for the new members, but you can join at any time. Uh, The 365 list is officially open. So if you want to put your name on the 365 prayer list, then comment hashtag 365list23 on whatever platform and I'll get the notification and I'll put you on the list. You can put somebody else on the list too. You can put your block on the list, your state, your city. Come on, we can cover everybody in prayer. And I pray for you 365 days. Of the year. Okay. <laughs> I love y'all so much. Uh, check out my book. Encourage yourself. All right. Get it on Amazon.com. It's changing lives. One woman went from homeless to a three-bedroom house in 28 days. And we just praise God for the remainder of the 31. <laughs> and then an introvert won a karaoke contest listen shout out to the introverts in the fellowship (laughs) i see y'all even when i don't see (laughs) y'all okay i i love y'all so much uh it is my prayer that we would all grow in god and again it's not about one it's about all of us i'm all about the kingdom and we're gonna grow together So just reach out to me about anything. We could chop it up and see if there's something that we can do together in the fellowship. I love y'all. Go forth, be great in God, and walk in your purpose. Till the next episode.